are you doing, Daniel? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I feel a little like anxious today, but we're settling in here, so I'm good. That was now. me yesterday. I was really anxious yesterday, actually. Really? Yeah. Today, today I'm tired. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And it's been smoky here. So it's like it sort of gets to me. But where are you now? I'm still in Florida. I'm in uh Boca area. Well, Deerfield to be exact. Um, still the same place. And um, I do have a place that um that I can move into. Just weighing my options still before I make a final decision. Okay. Do you have only one option right now, or you're have thinking of a few? There's one option that's like guaranteed, and then there's like another option that I'm still um trying to see if I could get into it but I just I'm, I really don't want to be here I'm gonna be honest you don't want to be where in Florida in South Florida oh yeah I don't blame you <laughs> I got away for a reason yeah but I might not have a choice for a little bit until until yeah. I get you know back on my feet myself a little bit more but where would you want to go if you like had a choice um well in terms of like there's a few different places that i'd consider there's the vegas area i find is very nice but also not that i love the city but i i there's a young jewish population there you know young jewish singles and it would be nice to get involved in that you know maybe meet someone and yeah but I, I want to go where there's I really want to go where there's a community of like young Jewish single professionals really I feel is, like that's a lot of places do you know places because I I, I honestly I know Miami I mean, but I, I don't want to go to Miami it's uh -huh. like most cities in like the I feel like I mean New York of course has mm -hmm. um you know places in California um oh there's so met there's I feel like every state not every state but many states have at least some place not every state Can you look but, into you know, it I mean like like Washington state there'd be Seattle where you'd find that like there's there's a uh, obviously Colorado like Denver you know like there's different places where there's other singles there that's the question it's a big city of course there's got to be in your age <sighs> yeah it's my <laughs> age that you got to be concerned about because there's not like you know a lot of people my age are already married and stuff but yeah your your age Absolutely. If there is a Jewish community, then yes. Is there a Jewish community where you are? Just curious. There is, but it's really small. Um, and it's I'm I know that there are people my age, but maybe they don't they're not like participating in the community. So it's like, where do you find them? There are more uh, there's more people who are families or like 
older people or college age students. But it's small, it's really small. But yeah, there's like four shuls, synagogues here. Um, and one of them's like more, it's bigger than the others. The rest are small. They have a Chabad. Yeah, but it's small. It's really small. Like I'm not involved in it because I don't know people my age who are there and I just feel out of place. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but it's a college town here. So there's right. definitely people who are close to your age right. who are at Chabad. Oh, listeners, I always like to introduce ourselves. So I'm Shoshana. Hi, I'm Daniel. And welcome to Two Sips, Two Sips in a pod. pod. In case we have any new listeners who don't know who we are. And as you probably know, we're Jewish. Because <laughs> we're talking about Jewish community. And where I live here, it's really small. Um, and Daniel's looking for a place where it probably has a bigger community. So... Yeah, I know like in Vegas, there's there's some, but I feel like many major cities in the U.S. that have that has a state where there are Jewish people, like more Jewish people, they would have some sort of community. Yeah, so I am looking into getting out of South Florida eventually because I don't love it down here and I was born and raised here and I don't want to stay here my entire life. Um. So yeah, I'm just looking around. I don't know what yeah. else to say about it too much, but yeah. I mean, aren't there people your age in Florida in South Florida? There's tons. There are, but I don't want to stay here. This is a huge, huge community for sure. It's one of the biggest in the country after after New York, but I just I don't want to stay and here. And LA and LA. LA, yeah. But LA. I can't it's so expensive. No, LA is impossible. It's way too expensive. Yeah. They have a huge community, but it's yeah. it, anywhere in California really is too expensive. Like San Francisco has a nice community and San Diego has too, but it's just so expensive. I would live there in a heartbeat if I could. I used to live in San Diego and I absolutely loved it. But where I rented, it's like probably five times more expensive now. This was, this was like, over 15 years ago when I lived there. If you could live anywhere in the world, like what's like your dream place to to live? If you could live anywhere. Anywhere in the world. Or oh, in the God. country. I don't know. World's that's tough <laughs> in the world. It definitely wouldn't be in the United States, but let's just do the country. The country. Um, I would live in San Diego. Hmm. I've never been and I, I really do want to go. I loved it. The climate is perfect um, all year round. It's not it's not smoggy like L.A. It's not it doesn't get as hot as L.A. in the summer. L.A. can get muggy. The beaches are amazing. Like it's it's perfect. It's just so expensive. But I I wanted to after I got here, I wanted to go to California and move there because Oregon's just one state up, but it's too expensive. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah. So, I, I mean, what it is now after COVID. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you live there and you have like a 
you know, you get like a high paying job, maybe it'll even out, but you know, you got to already be in a field and have a good resume and like, look for that job. Right. So, yeah, but that would definitely be it. I, I love California in general. I thought I once wanted to live in LA, but I realized it's just, the tra- I mean, the traffic in, in general is really bad there, even in San Diego, but like LA, it's just constant and it's just hustle <laughs> and bustle, but I do like it there. But yeah, it, I remember it, visiting it, once and I, I loved it. I was, I was only in California once in my life. Uh, we went on a family trip when we were younger and I, I really liked it, but I definitely want to go back and visit at some point. I want to make a, like a West coast trip some point yeah i i love the west coast like i don't see myself ever going back east but i i don't know if i want to stay in oregon forever i would like to live in a place where there are more like if there are more like you like a bigger jewish population where there can maybe be some singles because i feel like if there's a bigger population i'm going to be more have more success finding someone because there are divorced men out there, you know, like, I don't care. And and there's many, there's people my age in a bigger community who maybe were never married, but I would marry someone who's divorced. They maybe will learn the second time. Like it's people get divorced nowadays all the time, unfortunately. Yeah. There's a high divorce. But like sometimes the second marriage could be better, you know? So like, I'm down for that. I don't care. What do you think are some of the contribu- contributions to high divorce rates nowadays? Um, good question. Ooh, I feel like there's many. I feel like there it's a lot. lot. I, I, a big one is lack of communication and like just not communicating before you get married and during. Lack of lack of communication is probably a huge one, and probably another one is cheating. I bet. I was yeah I'm thinking that too mm-hmm. yeah cheating because that's like when you cheat it's hard to come back from that <laughs> um learners like that in a marriage and just maybe maybe it's like different values too and then not talking about that beforehand and then getting married maybe getting married too soon and being like oh like we're just really different and we're not compatible I'm also a big proponent and some people aren't of living together before you get married because you don't know what their habits are. That is very true. It's that is very true. You know, I didn't really think about that too much because there's so many people, especially in the Jewish community that are are against that. But like, it's kind of very important to, to know how, how someone's living you can't just trust them off their words really exactly yeah i mean like in the yeah in the jewish religious community is where yeah yeah yeah, more of the religious and you know it works for many people some it doesn't um but like i feel like there needs to at least be like at least at, at least even if it's just okay, even if you stay with the person for like a month, just something so you can get a feel of how they live because maybe maybe you're clean and the other person is horribly messy. Maybe when you just go over there, they clean the place that one time and the rest of the time they're like a slob. Yeah. And I know I couldn't live with that. Yeah, no. So, um, you're, you're clean, right? You're very organized. and. Oh, yeah. 
I'm also like that, like very okay. organized, very, very clean. Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, today yeah. I feel very disorganized because when I feel like there's so much to do, I have to get done. Like I did laundry too today. I needed to do it. And like, I haven't folded it. I feel like everything's, my table's a mess. When that happens, I feel disorganized in my head. I hear you. Yeah. It makes you feel any better. Sometimes I, I do the laundry and when it's done, I'll just put it back in a, put it back in my laundry basket and let it sit there for like four or five days before I fold it sometimes. It's <laughs> funny you say that because I've been doing that lately too. So, so I have anxiety and OCD and I used to be the minute I, my laundry comes out, I have to fold it and put it away. Like it can't be there. And I've challenged that. And lately I let it sit there and it's sat there for a few days. And then when that happens, sometimes I feel disorganized in my head and I'm like, I have to, I have to do it. Hmm. But I'm getting used to that part. But I feel like right now, like, my floor is like, I like to have a whole thing where I clean the day I do laundry. And I haven't done that because I had to go to, I had a therapy session this morning. And then after that, I needed to go to Trader Joe's because I'm running out of some of the food that I only get at Trader Joe's that I like. And I don't go on the weekend because we only have one Trader Joe's here. And that's when you run into people that you know that I don't huh. want to run into. <laughs> so I'm avoiding. So I, I like, I need to go today and I don't like going later because that area, when I say traffic, I mean, really minor. It's like, <laughs> 10 extra minutes but in in this town I'm like I hate it the drivers <laughs> here are overly slow it could be because they're high I don't know but they drive way too slow and it pisses me off that's better than Florida man oof way too fast there don't get me into that they're crazy I don't even want to get started and whenever whenever I go out on the roads I see multiple things and it, it it that gets me aggravated when I see these people that are gonna kill someone because of their reckless driving. Yeah, I remember living there and how fast like it's just, and just it's crazy. only been worse, only gone worse. That's crazy. Yeah, and here like so here when you when you you know when you turn on a light and it's green, right? Like you don't have to stop. Here they stop. I'm like, why are you really? <laughs> they stop on a when they're turning on a green. They don't stop, but they slow down. They put on their brakes. <laughs> see the brake lights on. And when that when I first moved here and that first happened, like I almost hit the person because like that can be dangerous too. And right. I I thought I thought okay, it just bothers me. <laughs> but a funny story is when I was. Um, when I was like doing my internship and I was seeing clients, it was a last session with one of my clients and he was from Miami. He lived here for like 10 years and he was from Miami. So he'd tell me some stories and like he, the last session I remember, he was just talking about Florida and how here, and he was like, the drivers here drive so slow. And when they turn 
on a light, they literally slow down. And he's so annoyed by that. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not the only one from Florida who notices that. (laughs) It wouldn't have been appropriate for me to, like, say that and make it about me when I'm seeing a client. But in my head, I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are there a lot of old people there? Because that's how old people drive, I feel like. I know, right? I mean, there's not, like, more than you would, like, average there's not like uh-huh. snowbirds old no it's it's not even old people it's it's people who i think it's people who are from here it's like the locals and that's what they do i've noticed it's not the people who have california license plate which is quite a bit here they don't do that it's annoying i get really frustrated on the road because people that could be very annoying yeah. yeah when you're driving under the speed limit and then you're like stopping where you don't need to stop that's annoying and that can be dangerous when you're stopping when you don't need to yeah that that could be very annoying it's so so i i have i think i have road rage i think so i i do too i I do too i mean just (laughs) i get i could get really upset sometimes when i when there's people who are driving recklessly or too slow actually for that matter here i mean so because you know you do have that that occasional odd old person driver who has no idea how to drive here and driving way too slow yeah that's bad when it's someone who doesn't like an old snowbird who really can't drive well and goes really slow but like I'm not like acting out on the road and like yelling out my window I'm just like annoyed inside and I'm I sometimes same like they're not looking at me I know but in my I'm like this like, what are they doing? And like rolling my eyes and they don't see. But in my head, I'm just like, come on, people. Same, same. Yeah. I wonder if it's part of anxiety because I don't know. My Sometimes my anxiety shows up in really weird places and I get anxious. It's like I get anxious when that happens. And I'm like, come on, like, I don't have patience for this. And I don't know if it's anxiety or just something else. That's a thoughtful insight. I don't. I have no idea either. I mean, I don't think I get anxious when it turns into like conflict. If it if it turns into something like conflict, then I'll get anxious. But if it's just like a slow driver, I don't know. Maybe I'll get anxious when when it's like someone who's driving really fast that has the potential to injure me or like, you know, do some cause harm like that. But yeah, you know, it's interesting because my anxiety shows up differently. It's, and, and I was, it's funny because I was talking about it in therapy this morning and I was like anxiety, OCD, all that stuff and, and ADHD. And she's like, yeah, like which one came first, but it's all interrelated. My, I've noticed. So this week I have been extra, I'm going to say anxious, not panic, but like very on edge my anxiety can show up where I'm on edge and I can't focus on anything. So then I think is that ADHD? And it's, I notice when my anxiety is worse, my ADHD is worse. When my anxiety is a little bit better, which was like last week is a little bit better. I was able to concentrate more on things. I don't know if you notice that at all. I, I do. Yeah. I sometimes when I'm, when I'm anxious, um, I notice, that I definitely can't focus on something, my mind's spinning. Um, and I have like this brain fog kind of in my head yeah. a lot of the time. 
Um, and then versus when I'm not anxious, I feel like I'm definitely able to focus and concentrate more. And I feel like my thoughts, you know, come a little bit clearer. Totally. And like, even in those points where it comes to um, like the not being able to focus, like the medication for ADHD doesn't even help. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do anything in those moments. No, it does not. And I've been, I've been taking, so I know we talked about this before. Yeah. yeah I've been taking, um, I guess I'll, you know, update you. I've been taking the Stratera. I haven't noticed so much of a difference, but also, again, I'm on a very low dose. You're, but a, you're, you're not on there, what's called the therapeutic dose to notice. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise it. Um, I think I have an appointment in like a week or so. So I'm gonna raise the dose. Um, How's the nausea? Oh, that's gone away. Oh, good. Have you switched yeah. up your times or anything or like the like? I don't um I don't know. I think it was just like a tolerance thing. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but I mean, I was taking half and I was taking like one half in the morning and one half during the afternoon and uh for a few days and I just built it up and now I'm taking one one whole one in the morning and I feel oh, fine. Maybe that's yeah. what you needed to do. Yeah. 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 I might I might cuz I know my my prescribing physician who prescribed it for me said you can try to break it up to see if it helps. So I may try because I, I I take like two pills. So I may try one in the morning and one at night mm -hmm. to see if it makes a difference with ADHD. But, you know, like I, I think when someone has anxiety and other mental with most people with ADHD have other mental health stuff. It's just a, right. I feel like it's a thing. But I feel like when someone has really bad anxiety on top of it, the ADHD medication, at least for me, doesn't help as much as it could. And the hard part is the reason why I came off of a stimulant, because a stimulant can increase anxiety. Yeah. But it can help ADHD. It's it's like a catch-22, and it's it's frustrating. I wish there was something really is. That, that, could, that could do it all. But yeah, because really I, I, I was just thinking about this even earlier today. Like, I miss Adderall like like I mm. like I miss because that really made me get work done it made me focus and it really helped me but at the same time it caused anxiety and I could also get dependent on it uh yeah so you you've noticed that it caused you anxiety also yeah same with me I was able to focus more but it caused me anxiety and that was really affecting me. That's why I switched to Stratera because it's not a stimulant. But then does it help me focus? I don't know. Not on days where I'm feeling discombobbled and anxious in my head. And it was, was it yesterday or the day before I woke up feeling panicky? which that's a different form of anxiety for me. I feel like I have anxiety all the time, but then I have that panic anxiety. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah, you know what I mean? The difference, right? Yeah, I'm, I think so. I think so. I'm like just generally an anxious person, but then there's at times where like usually like in the morning or at night or if there's something I'm just nervous about I guess I'll get a little bit more anxious I don't know if that's what you're talking about or something else I, I get I think so like 
Yeah. And, and sometimes I don't even know what it is. There's nothing specific. So it's yeah, like, same. yeah, like what I have, like, I'm just an anxious person in general. And then I'll wake up one day just feeling a more panicky and I don't know why. Hmm. One thing that, you know, that I think that I've heard that helps is like waking up just consistently at the same time and like having some sort of morning routine because everyone is always, you know, usually in a rush in the morning. Yeah. Not everyone, but a lot of people. That's something that I've I've wanted to do. It's just something that I can't, I'm not been able to do it. So it's a hard thing to get into a routine like that, but it's something I really want to do. It's still something that I, you know, want to try to do at some point because you know waking up and having some structure in the morning could really set yourself up for the rest of the day it's true because I notice when I'm like get up right before I have to go somewhere it's rushed and it's not very pleasant feeling I don't like feeling rushed so yeah but the hard part for me in terms of because I like that idea would be having a hard time falling asleep. It's like the, when the insomnia gets me or I don't go to bed late, then I don't want to get up at that time. Because I also, like we once said, I need a good amount of sleep. So if I didn't fall asleep till late and I can sleep a little bit later, even though I set my alarm every day at a certain time, it's like, well, am I going to be better on four or five hours of sleep or like seven or eight? It's such I'm, a I'm the same way. I'm like the same way. It's I don't know. I feel like I need better discipline myself sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is because I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I think you know what I'm thinking it is is getting in bed at the same time even if you don't fall asleep and like getting ready for bed and in bed and trying to have a bedtime routine also. It's it's important to have some like a bedtime routine and a morning routine. And those are two things that I I can't can't do for some reason. Eventually. Yeah. Why do you have a hard time falling asleep or actually it's my sleep's been pretty good recently since I've been coming off the marijuana. It's been getting better, but I've I've been taking um melatonin, which has actually been working to get me like tired and that's been helping okay so what time do you usually fall asleep and what time do you get up um i would say lately it's been between like one or 12 30 and like two i would say like me too and get up probably 9 30 and like 10 30 sounds like it's like you and i are on a similar schedule yeah. I mean, and then I'll have these nights sometimes where I cannot fall asleep and I'm up till four tossing and turning or I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up way too early and not be able to fall back asleep. And those the next day is just horrible. Brutal. Yeah, I've had that, too. It's brutal. Yeah. I'm yeah, not sure I why. Like last night, even I I know I got I checked my my sleep thing uh like my um sleep app on my phone and i got like eight hours and 15 minutes of sleep yet for some reason today i'm still tired i don't know what it is i woke up at like nine something today and then i like fell back asleep to like 10 30 
I, I really, I'm trying to figure out why I'm so tired today if I got like a decent sleep. What time did you go to sleep? Like one last night. I wonder if like, have you heard of REM sleep? Yeah. I wonder if, and I don't know anything really about sleep, but I wonder if maybe, because the REM sleep is where you get like your real rest. Maybe you didn't get into REM sleep. I don't maybe. know how it works. I don't know. We should we should uh, look into that and talk about that one time. We should. And listeners, if any of you know about sleep, I want to hear that. Yeah, that's a super important topic. We would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. And like, if you know anything about like REM sleep, the science behind sleep, not even that, just how, what you do for sleep, even if you have a routine at night or in the morning, because sleep is a tough one. I feel like, I feel like it's many people struggle with it. Yeah. I mean, you see all the ads on TV, like, you know, can't get enough sleep for the night. Like there's so many ads. So it's, it's certainly a problem. It's true. It's like depression is also so it's like I think sleep and they go hand in hand too. Yeah. Some people who have depression sleep way more and some sleep less. Yeah. And something I, I, I feel sometimes is that like my creative juices flow better at night. You know, that's <laughs> like yeah. it, sometimes and sometimes early in the morning, late at night and early in the morning sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way specifically at night i think yeah interesting i think i, I, I think that's something i don't know i don't know where that why that is i mean i think it's a personality thing hmm. have you ever taken a personality test on your own online i think so a while ago i don't remember what the result was but i should do it again i'm curious yeah yeah um mine always comes out the same so i know what i'm an inf well i'm thinking of the myers-briggs i'm an inf hmm. Jay. I'll have yeah. to take it. I don't remember what I am. Some of those personality types have more creativity at night. And like, it depends on everyone's different. Some people, mm -hmm. I, but, but I'm not really a morning person. I never been. Same. I've always wanted to do B because I find it so important to start your day off like that. But yeah. And I, I, me too. I'm the same. And I think like, that's where I'm saying, like, I think some people just aren't morning people. It's just how they are. I'm thinking yeah. if it has something to do with depression or if it is a person. I don't, I really don't know. It could be, or I've, yeah, I don't know. I've heard like artists and creative people. I don't know if it's true. They like, they're, they like the nighttime, but you know what I'm thinking? You're right about the depression. I know for me, I like it at night when it's like quiet. And like, yeah, me too. I, I like that peace and serenity and, and like, it's kind of like, oh, I got to wake up and start the day and like, get yeah. busy with things and deal with people and stuff like that. So that's what I'm thinking, like, if it has anything to do with that, because I feel calm and better, like when it's quiet in the world. And that's why I say like early in the morning before like, or people are kind of up or, or, or like late at night when people are asleep. And I wonder if it has to do with ADHD too. It could, yeah, that's it could be. Should we should look into this? Any ADHDers out there, let us know. Because people with ADHD are they have more sensitivity to I know for me, I'm really sensitive to sound. Like really, like certain sounds irk me and they make me like, oh, like stop. And when it's quiet, it's calmer. 
Mm-hmm. We should we should talk more about ADHD in another episode. And if any of our listeners uh, have any topics about ADHD or any other topics, feel free to email us. Our email is two sibs in a pod one two three at gmail.com and that will be in the show notes and And we are also on instagram yes and you can also message us on instagram if you want um or email either one and that would be two sibs underscore in a pod please reach out to us we want to hear from all of you and that oh the instagram will also be in the show notes i feel like there's so much more to talk about but I know we both have things that we need to get done today and we're, we're doing it earlier today. Some we've been doing it in the evening lately. Yeah. And this was kind of just, uh, I guess the softer conversation than some fun of, uh, than some of our previous ones just, yeah. And this episode will be released on Sunday night until next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.